Ms. Harrelson called the police and reported that someone had broken into her house. When the officers arrived, they found the woman tied up to a chair. She said a man in a black mask had entered her house and tied her up so that she couldn't even move. Then he had stolen all her savings and left. But the officers didn't believe Ms. Harrelson and arrested her for misreporting. Why? If the woman couldn't move, how did she manage to call the police? It was Hazley's birthday. Her parents said that they had a present for her, but she had to find it first. To help the girl, they gave her a note that said, Where should the girl look for her present? It seems as if the note doesn't make any sense. But that's only because the two halves of each word are switched. If Hazley places them in the correct order, she'll get pretty straightforward instructions. Your present is hidden in the basement. Sydney told her mother that she and her gymnastics team were going to a sports camp for the weekend. Mrs. Stevenson knew her daughter well and suspected it was just an excuse. Sydney was going to spend the weekend with her boyfriend instead. Still, the woman helped Sydney pack and let her go. When the girl returned, she was angry with her mom for forgetting to pack a toothbrush. That was when Mrs. Stevenson realized she had been right and Sydney hadn't been to the sports camp. How did she figure it out? When she packed Sydney's things, she put the toothbrush in the bag with her gymnastics clothing. If her daughter had indeed been to the sports camp, she'd have opened the bag and found the toothbrush. But she didn't, which means she never used that bag. Look at these people who are doing their grocery shopping. One of them has stolen a watermelon. Can you tell who? It must be this guy on the right. He's holding a soccer ball, but it looks as if it's very heavy. And since soccer balls don't weigh much, it must be a disguised watermelon. Mason went on an expedition to Antarctica. His boss asked him to send pictures as proof that he was actually there. Mason sent pictures every day, but when he returned from the expedition, his boss fired him. Take a closer look at the pictures and try to understand what his boss didn't like. Mason was sent to Antarctica, but in some pictures, you can see palm trees. No wonder the boss realized the photos were photoshopped and Mason hadn't gone there at all. An old man had extremely poor vision. He was living with his son, Mark, because he needed assistance all the time. One day, the man was resting in his armchair while his son was preparing dinner. Suddenly, Mark heard glass shatter. The man ran into the room and saw that the window was broken. He asked what had happened. His father told him that some dark-eyed, dark-haired guy had thrown a stone into the window and shattered it. Then he ran away. But Mark didn't believe his father. Why? The man had extremely poor vision, and he wasn't wearing his glasses at the time of the accident. He couldn't see the guy, let alone the color of his hair and eyes. Savannah went on a business trip with her husband. In the evening, 
the woman didn't feel well and suddenly blacked out. When Savannah woke up a couple of hours later, she couldn't remember anything. There were two men in front of her, and both claimed to be her husband. The woman couldn't remember which of them was her real husband. Can you help her figure it out? They went to a business meeting. That's why they're both dressed accordingly. The guy in a hoodie doesn't look formal, so her husband must be the other one, the man who's wearing a suit. Now, this girl, Susanna, can't remember who her husband is too. Can you help her? It must be this guy. Look, he's wearing a ring while the other doesn't seem to be married. Ava's parents, John and Catherine, came to the hospital to pick up the teenager. Can you tell which of these young people is their child? It's this girl. John and Catherine are Ava's parents. Ava is a girl's name, and she's the only girl in the room. Esme was having her usual walk in the forest. By nighttime, she realized she had gotten lost again. She was wandering around until she came across the witch's house. The girl petted the cat, (laughs) greeted the witch, and asked the woman to send her home. At that time, the witch was participating in a math tournament for witches from all over the world. She really wanted to win and to prove she was the smartest witch out there. There was one last task she couldn't solve. The witch promised that if Esme helped her, she'd let her go home. If not, Esme would have to stay with the witch forever. Here's the task. Make three identical squares by moving only three matches. You just have to move these three matches over there. It works, and Esme can return home. Thor asked his friends to guess what his laptop's three-digit password was. Each of them made a guess. The numbers they chose were 357-902-907-954. Even though no one's guess was right, every person guessed one digit correctly and exactly in its right place. Can you figure out Thor's passcode? Since just one of them guessed one digit correctly, the first digit can't be 9. In this case, three people would have guessed it right, and there wouldn't be enough people to guess the third digit. The only other option for the first digit is 3, which means the second digit can't be 5 and the third one can't be 7. Since the second one can't be 5, then it's 0. Two people guessed it correctly. And the third digit is 4. If it was 2, it would mean someone guessed two digits correctly, 0 and 2. But that's not true. So Thor's code is 304. Students were divided into two teams to do one task. Storm, Dean, and Brooke were in Team Yellow. Elsie, Emma, and Veda were in Team Purple. Following the same logic, what group does Lexi belong to? In Team Yellow, there are students whose names have just one syllable. In Team Purple, There are students with the names that consist of two syllables. Lexi's names has two syllables, so she belongs to Team Purple. Atlas got trapped in the attic of an old house. 
there are just three ways out, and all of them dangerous. Behind the first door, the roof and the floor are made out of magnifying glass, and the sun will burn anyone who comes in. Behind the second door, there's a room filled with poisonous gas, and the third door is hiding a hungry lion. How can Atlas escape? He should wait until it's night. The sun will set, and the guy will safely walk through the first door. Now, take a look at Iris and her close friends. Max, Jenny, Josh, and Ren. Who's her partner? It must be Josh. Look, they have matching tattoos. On a rainy night, Dylan was driving past a bus stop. There were three people there, an elderly lady who was feeling unwell, a doctor who saved many lives, and Selena, a girl Dylan had been crushing on for years. Unfortunately, there was only room for one more person in the car. What should Dylan do? He should give his car to the doctor, who would take the elderly lady and driver to the hospital. And Dylan can stay at the bus stop with the girl of his dreams. Charlie, Andy, Taylor, and Alex are all related to each other. But one of them is the opposite gender from the other three. Here's what you know. Alex is either Charlie's brother or Charlie's only daughter. Alex's sister is either Andy or Taylor. Taylor's only son is either Charlie or Andy. Can you tell who's the opposite gender from the other three? If Alex is Charlie's only daughter, then Alex cannot have a sister. It means that Alex is Charlie's brother. If Alex's sister is Andy, then Andy's a girl. And according to fact 3, Charlie is Taylor's only son. But Alex is Charlie's brother. So we have a contradiction here. It means that Alex's sister is Taylor. So Taylor's a girl. Charlie, Alex, and Taylor are siblings. And Andy is Taylor's son. Keenan was watching TV when a detective arrived with a search warrant. The detective said that the city bank had been robbed, and Keenan was the main suspect. The man replied that he hadn't even left the house that day. He couldn't do anything. The police didn't find the money, but still arrested the man. Why? Keenan said he hadn't left the house. But take a look at the calendar and the grocery store receipt. The dates are the same. It means Keenan at least did some grocery shopping and lied about not leaving the house. Oh boy, William got inside a cave during an archaeological expedition. There were three ways out. However, only one of them was safe. His map said that behind the first way out, there was a pond that swallowed everything in. The second way out led to dangerous dinosaurs that would eat him alive. The third way out led to an erupting volcano. Which way was safe? The second one, because the dinosaurs went extinct many years ago. You're running away from a pack of zombies and come across three doors. Behind the first one, there's raging fire. Behind the second one, there's a lake of water. Behind the third one, there's a venomous snake. 
Which way would you choose? I'd recommend to choose the second one and swim away. It's just a lake. You can do it. During his vacation in the jungles, Aiden was caught by some tribe. They tied him up and said they'd push him into one of the three pits of his choice. The first pit was filled with zombies. The second one, there was raging fire. The third one was filled with huge pitcher plants. Which pit should Aiden pick? He should choose the third one. The pitcher plants only eat insects. They're not dangerous for people. Aston reported that someone had robbed his house. Detective Callum arrived and asked Aston to tell him what happened. He said that he walked into his room and saw someone getting out of his window. They must have heard him walking inside the house. Then he checked his desk and found that his money had been stolen. Detective Callum asked if Aston had touched anything else, and the man said he hadn't. Detective Callum closed the case and refused to proceed. Can you guess why? The robber wouldn't get out of the window without stepping on the bed. However, the bed was perfectly made, and Aston said he hadn't touched it. It means there was no robber. Waverly was an archaeologist looking for a pirate treasure. In one of the caves on a deserted island, she finally found it. There were three chests, and one of them was filled with gold and gems. However, if she picked one of the wrong chests, terrible things would happen to her. Luckily, there were statements on each of them, but only one of these statements was true. 1. The treasure is in this chest. 2. The treasure isn't in this chest. 3. The treasure isn't in chest number 1. Which of the chests has the treasure? Let's solve it step by step. If the first statement is true, then the treasure must be in the first chest, and the other statements must be false. In this case, the second statement is also correct, so that was a wrong guess. If the second statement is true, then the treasure isn't in the first chest. The treasure isn't in the second chest either, just like it says. Then it must be in the third one. However, this makes the third statement correct too, although it shouldn't be. If the third statement is true, then from the first statement that is wrong, you can conclude that there's no treasure in the first chest. Since the second one is wrong too, then the treasure must be there. Now there's no contradictions, and the treasure is in the second chest. Whew. Does anybody else have chest pains? Just me? Okay. Skylar and Amelia are pen pals. Skylar said that her birthday was in winter, and Amelia said that hers is in summer. However, a couple of months later, they both had their birthday on the same day. Still, none of them lied. How is it possible? They live in different hemispheres. When it's wintertime in the US, it's summer in Australia, and vice versa. Mrs. Fitz came back from work and found that her favorite cup was broken. She asked her daughters who had done it. Katie said, it wasn't me. Serena said, it wasn't me either. Hannah said, it was Serena. Mrs. Fitz knew her daughters well, and she could tell what happened. Only one of the girls was telling the truth. Can you guess who broke the cup?
If Katie tells the truth, then firstly, it wasn't her who broke the cup. Secondly, the other two girls are lying. Serena is lying, so you can conclude it was her. But then Hannah is right, and that's a contradiction. Let's say Hannah is right. Then it was Serena who broke the cup, and Serena is lying. But then Katie is telling the truth too, when she says it wasn't her. So, Serena is telling the truth. She says it wasn't her, so you can trust her. And Katie and Hannah are lying. Katie says it wasn't her, so it was her. And Hannah says it's Serena, which is a lie. So, Serena is the honest girl, and Katie is the guilty one. Hannah is just a liar. Esme was on her casual walk in the forest, and she didn't get lost this time. Here it was, her way home. But the other one was away to the witch's house. After a bit of thinking, Esme decided she had to say hi to her old friends and visit the witch. The witch said she didn't have a riddle for her that day, and Esme was free to go. But Esme had one. She said if the witch got it wrong, Esme would take her cat. Dear witch, imagine you're in a dark room. How can you get out? She mustn't imagine that. Spoiler, the witch got it and kept the cat. Next time, Esme. A police officer was walking in the neighborhood and stopped one gentleman. He asked him what the man was doing, and he said that he had just left his house to go to the grocery store. However, the officer didn't believe him and arrested the man. Why? Look, it's snowing, and there are fresh footprints on the snow that lead out of the window. House owners usually use the front door to walk out of the house, so this one must be a burglar. Bryce was a grumpy old gentleman who didn't like some teenagers walking past his house. So once, he decided to report them so they'd never be allowed to get close to him anymore. He called the authorities and told them that he was having tea on his terrace, and those teenagers threw a baseball at him. Luckily, the baseball flew above him. However, the detective didn't believe it had happened at all. Why? Take a look at the terrace. It's all made of glass. Bryce's place is right next to a window. If the baseball had flown right above him, as he said, it would have broken the glass. Thomas was collecting action figures. Some of them he got from his grandfather. They were super rare, and his collection of more than 500 figures was worth about a million dollars. One day, he came home from vacation and found out that his collection was stolen. Detective Callum was up for the case. There were three suspects. All of them were Thomas's neighbors. He said that the collection of action figures had been stolen and asked what they had been doing during the holidays. Sydney said that she was in the neighborhood. She was working, but had nothing to do with the figures. Mateo said that his grandma is staying with him, so he's always with her, and he couldn't find any room for 500 action figures at his place. Gideon said that he wasn't even in the neighborhood and had just come back himself. Who stole the collection? Mateo. No one mentioned how many figures there were in the collection, but he knew somehow. Samantha, a rich woman, found out that someone had stolen the money from her wallet. There were three people in the house, Malcolm, a cleaning man, Grace, a gardener, and Sebastian, a boy who walks her dog. 
She reported the case. The police took the fingerprints but only found those of Samantha herself. Still, they had the main suspect. Who was it? The main suspect was the cleaning man, Malcolm. He's wearing gloves, and that's why he was able to do it without leaving any fingerprints. Annabelle didn't want to go to school, so in the morning, she went downstairs and told her mom that she wasn't feeling well. She said that she had eaten a bit of apple last night, and it must have been poisoned because she'd been feeling unwell all night. However, Mrs. Collins didn't believe her and sent Annabelle to school. Why? There's just one bite on the apple, and it's a fresh one. If Annabelle had left this bite last night, it'd be brown. But it was still okay, which meant it was fresh. At school, Sophie opened her locker and found an envelope. Inside, there was a calendar and a note asking if she wanted to go to the prom. However, instead of the name, there were just several numbers. 17, 2, 30, 25. Can you guess who asked Sophie to prom? The calendar is the key. You just have to find all the numbers and see what name the first letters of the respective months give you. So, 17 is circled in August, so it's A. Number 2 is in December, which gives us D. Number 30 is in April, so A again. And finally, number 25 is May 25, so it's May. Seems like the guy's name is Adam. Too bad there are 13 Adams at her school. Elsie walked into a party store to buy something. She learned that 1 costs $1, 17 costs $2, and 103 costs $3. She needed 22. What do you think she's buying and how much should you pay? She's probably buying birthday candles for a cake, so each candle costs $1. She needs 22, which is 2 candles, so she'll have to spend $2.